We are back in your life, the Dream 3 podcast, brought to you by Slab Savers, brought to you by Graded Card Solutions. This is episode six. We got Dylan back, thank goodness, but he's still on his uh, phone with some Burger King Wi-Fi, so hopefully we don't drop him. Yeah, we'll we'll just get the chicken sandwich. (laughs) So hopefully Dylan can stay in the entire podcast this time and we don't drop him over and over and over. But uh, 10 to 1. how are you guys doing, Neil? What's what's going on in your world lately? What's up? Um, I'm getting excited for this national coming up. It's like every week that ticks by, I'm just like getting it so antsy and ready to blow my entire life savings. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, what's going on with you, sports world? Uh, trying to survive baseball. Baseball's been an absolute mess the last week or so i mean vegas is fucking just raking i mean one of the worst examples the cardinals whom i just happen to be a favorite team of mine and they're terrible they were minus two run line this week mm-hmm. which in baseball does not happen it's minus one and a half is about every game that you see they were minus two they won or they were plus two they won that game they were Huge underdogs, and they won that fucking game against the Giants. Had no business doing it. Vegas is cleaning up, so I've I've been trying to stay away from a lot of run line baseball and doing team totals and Ugh. some some props and just trying to focus on honestly football. Just prepping for college football and NFL because that that tends to be my best sport. Betting wise is college football, so yeah. I just prepping for that and getting some futures together for NFL and trying to survive baseball. Right on, right on. Well, uh, if you followed us on any of our social media platforms, you've noticed this week that we have a new sponsor for the platform, and it's awesome. We'd like to welcome Slab Savers or ProtectYourSlabs.com. If you haven't checked out anything that they have, they have some great stuff that will protect any high dollar slab that you have. Um, they have a nice 30, uh, 30 PSA case, also fits probably BGS cards, um, has a humidity in it. Um, your personal slabs that you wanna keep together, all custom made. Um, Neil, you got a big experience with that. Let me know what you think of their products. Well, I got a, so this is one of his first products that he made. I'll let you get this command. This is one of the first products he made. It's a 30 card case fits like directly in my backpack. So like there's what it looks like. And then like this is the inside. He had this custom made for me. So nice little insert for the doughboy. And then it's got a 30 rack case. So right now I'm housing, you know, Brady's Brady's in there. So they're in <laughs> hand. Um but no, it's it's fantastic. Um, his new, his new, uh, his new cases have some like, um, some humid, humidity control in them. So, I mean, it's a great product custom made, um, specifically to, to your brand. Um, and then I also have like, they're all in the bank right now, but, um, I have like five or six individual slab ones. I'll have to bring those on in a different episode because there's some pretty sick ones that I have for, um, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Gretzky, LeBron. I did have one for Luca, but I sold that. 
but yeah, he, he Jerry Jerry's a great person. He's easy to work with, and he makes some sick stuff. So I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, if you go to protectyourslabs.com, use the code Dream Three, you'll get ten percent off your entire order. So get your personal slabs, get some custom stuff, get your big box that you want to take to the nationals. It fits it in a backpack. So fits in the backpack. So make it happen. Around. Uh, next one, we got to thank, uh, we got to thank graded card solutions. So if you haven't seen graded card solutions, they make great boxes to to ship your slabs perfectly protected. Um, like you just put it together and you're not worried about, you know, if you use bubble, you know, wrap. bubble mailers or bubble wraps or, or things. And, and the best part is that they're reusable. Yep. So, you know, one person can take it out, just open it, bring it back in and then ship it right again. So um, great. Unless you, unless you open it like a monster. Unless you open it like a monster and cut it up. You like, might need a couple. Like, yeah, like just don't be an monster. idiot. I think yeah. that'll probably be your best that's well, not easy for everybody, Neil. For sure, but go hey, to well, go to great go to great com. Use Dream Fifteen. Get get percentages off your total to uh, to get it going, man. So, thank you to our sponsors. You know, it's great to pick up only on our sixth episode. We got two great sponsors. So, if you're following us on social media, follow those guys. Follow them on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, even slab savers got a Twitter. So follow them where you can and, you know, support the people that support us and support the hobby. Cause that's what it's all about is everybody working together to make this thing bigger. There are no dips if we all work together. So that's that right. is great. Um, so let's get, jump right into our sports takes for today. Caleb, who's um, ripping behind you? Uh, that is the, uh, sports card investor guy. Okay. I watch his oh, videos geez. all the time. Can you turn that guy off, please? I'll put on Ryan if you want me he's, to. He is like, yeah, please put on Ryan. Like somebody who's actually, you know, worth something to this hobby. Ooh. Very. Sports, sports card investor does a really good job at losing people's money. I'll just say that. Is he a Derek, is he a Derek Carr guy? Or? No. no. Have you seen some of his plays? I have. I don't, yeah. I don't oh my god. There, I I forget who did it, but somebody was on Instagram. He went through like six months worth of worth of like, here's the top five guys to invest in this week, and <laughs> literally all of them were down like four hundred percent over the course of that. They six were all months. Tyler Hero, weren't they? Yeah, they oh, were all Tyler man. Hero Prison PSA ten. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the finals, he's gonna be the next big thing. I'm yeah. glad I sold. I had I had all five of those PSA tens, and I sold them right before the playoffs, and right <laughs> after that, they dumped. Thank nothing. goodness. Unbelievable. Yeah. So Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero, will be playing with Kyle Kuzma and, <laughs> and Anthony Davis and the Chinese Guajang Lions Tigers, whatever they are. <laughs> So let's jump into it. So first sports topic I want to get after is Shoni Otani. So you got a guy who can pitch and a guy who can hit. You know, something we haven't seen in baseball in a very, very long time, almost Babe Ruth days. When you think about it, you look at his stats. He's only the third year in the in the big leagues. This year he's hitting 31 home runs. He's batting 278 with 67 runs batted in. Pitching-wise, He's three and one on the mound with a 3.6 ERA and 83 strikeouts. He's also the first to be named as an all-star as a pitcher and a position player. Dylan, I'll start with you on this one. Like, 
Is this a great move for baseball? Does this make baseball interesting? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm a baseball fan in general. I don't necessarily follow it as hard as I do, obviously, some of the other sports because it is so long. I mean, Otani was huge when he was coming into the league and maybe even got some flack for being overhyped initially and then, you know, an injury. But what he's doing this year is unbelievable. I mean, he's to the point now where he has a week or two probably built in that if he weren't to play or get rest or an injury, it's the MVP is still his. I mean, something drastic would have to happen for him not to win the MVP this year. If I'm the Angels, I still worry about, I mean, it's a long season, 162 games. Like, got my a lot for back. somebody to do both. I almost like him if you were to get him into, like, a reliever kind of a role. I mean, something where he's not, you know, going five, six innings and then, you know, in the lineup for how many consecutive days after that as a DH. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's something they'll flirt with, you know, down the road or after a year or two, but – no, I mean, watching an Angels game is is unbelievable with him in the lineup. Now, it sucks that Trout isn't playing because if Trout was playing, those two together would be incredible. And it also sucks that he's just on the Angels who are dog shit and, you know, play at Hey, tra- when's Trout coming back? Isn't he supposed to be back in like a week so or two? So he started walking and jogging and hitting off a tee like last week. So Hey, Trump- all he needs to do is just smack balls and then sit in center field. Like, <laughs> He doesn't need to do anything else. Yeah, he's probably a couple weeks away. He can walk to first base. I don't care. Yeah. Just get him probably, out there swinging a bat. Probably a couple weeks away, unfortunately. Uh, when Otani was up on his birthday, and I believe the bases were juiced or two people were on, and he had a chance for not only like a win, but to push the over, mind you. <laughs> I thought it was a lock. I was like, Otani, birthday, Hot like fire. If he hits a home run, it's a game winner and the over. I mean, I was rooting for it. I didn't even have the fucking over. I knew a thousand people that did and at home were rooting for it too. <laughs> so, Neil, what's what's your take on it? I know you had some hot takes coming in for this. Well, yeah, I wanted to save this for the podcast. because Here's the thing. Baseball was a dying sport. Well, I'm just going to be honest. Baseball is so unbearable to watch. For nine innings, I I would rather watch like some terrible like tennis like first round Wimbledon where you it, like give me something so bad like I like give me curling I will watch curling how dare you over baseball how dare but you? but but I will say this I can now watch a player like Shohei Otani Tatis or Vlad Jr., I can watch them at the at-bat, and that's about it. Then I'll turn it off afterwards because I don't really care about the game. <laughs> I just want to see those guys smack the cover off a ball. I want to see them hit a ball so hard that it just, like, obliterates, like, someone or, like, goes through something, like, just breaks something. Like, that would be perfect. Other than that, I could care less about baseball. I just want to see those guys smack the ball as hard as possible. See, I agree. I agree. I think they. I think they make the game fun. You know, Otani, yeah. Tatis, you know, Mike Trout. It's like when kind of we were growing up. We we grew up in the long ball era with 
Maguire and the, Sosa the, the and Bob. The steroids era. Yeah. And I think we talked about this as kids, Caleb, is like when we were kids, we were like, we don't care about the steroids. Like, just let those guys juice up. Let Dontrell throw 98 at your head. 100%. Let, let Jason Giambi and Mark McGuire take steroids before they go up to bat and then try and hit someone with it. Like, I don't care. We like, want to throw the ball yeah. over the fence. We want to see the ball go as far as possible. Like, yeah. Like, I wanted to see it go into another city. Like, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I, I totally agree with you on, on that part. Like, you know, baseball is not my favorite sport. We went to a baseball game, a triple-A game here in Indianapolis a couple uh, during 4th of July, and it's just like, man, I I don't see how this is pop. And it's just – it's it's my opinion. Being a football player, it's just like – it's not – I don't even call it a team sport. It's it's basically an individual sport. It's a pitcher versus a batter. It is. So, I agree. If you have a pitch – if you have a good pitching duel, then it's not, you know – it's not a team sport. It, There's it's, a lot of defense involved in a pitcher's duel, though. Could be, unless I mean, you throw a number. I mean, if I you mean, got a good, if you got a good catcher who can call a good game, and you got a pitcher who's got great command, mm-hmm. yeah, you may need some guys to make a couple fielding plays. But at the same time, like, well, because you're it's pitching, just it I mean, just drags on and on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the goal isn't necessarily a strikeout. That's like I'm know, not going balls. to games to watch like Tatis play, like I'll watch him hit. And then after that, I'm going to go get beers and hot dogs. And I'm probably, you know, just going <laughs> to m- mow down like 12 hot dogs as fast as I can, like Joey Chestnut. And that's, that's going to be my night. So <laughs> I'll, 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 I don't care. Like I, I could care less about the game. Give me a hot dog. Give me a beer. That's what I'm there for. <laughs> it's the, it's the theatrics, the, the old school feeling, the tradition of baseball, where I still feel like exactly why well, I feel baseball is still kind of like the last sport that's behind. Cause you know, all the time it was America was baseball, 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 baseball. And then it kind of went to basketball and now football has jumped over them. And football is the most dominant sport in America right now. Yeah. It's cause that's the, the freaking notion they always lived by was, well, that's how we've always done it. We want to keep traditions like dude, make it appealing. You're falling sure. behind, man. For sure. Um, so l- I want to move on, but I, we didn't talk about this pre, pre-podcast, pre but I want to get your thoughts because I'm thinking of it right now. Tampa Bay Lightning, back-to-back finals. What do you think? Not a surprise. Yeah, I, I will say this. Do you think – I think the way they constructed the playoff format was the reason why Tampa Bay won. Because they had to go and they like you had you had essentially two like let's say if this was a regular season, you would have the Vegas Golden Knights and you'd have the Avalanche playing in the conference finals in the Western Conference. And you'd have the Tampa Bay Lightning and you'd probably have the Boston Bruins playing in the conference finals. And it's just the way that they constructed it where you had like the Canadians teams playing, then you had the, the the Metro team playing, the East Coast teams, then you had out West, then you had down South. This was like the divisions, the way they ran it. It was just it like you set up like the second round of the playoffs. You have the two best teams in the entire league playing against each other and knocking each other out. I well, just it, NHL has always had a fucked playoff system. I've hated oh, I agree for a long time. I mean, hell, the Penguins this year, and I'm I'll be a little bit of a homer. They had to play the best fucking defensive team, <laughs> the the Islanders in 
the second round? I mean, that's not. No, it was opening round, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, it was the opening round. Because they were so up you, three. Yes. The Penguins so were up your three division. one, and Isles one and seven. Yeah, so you win your division and you get the best defensive team in the league. Like, what yep. the fuck? That's, that's, that's the reward that's you get. You know what I mean? So Yeah, and I've then you get Podunk NHL. Montreal who gets to go skate their way to the conference finals because they played a, a team that was in a bloodbath for six games with the Avs and the Knights. And then they go and play a beat-up. They play a Montreal team. and it's like I mean, what the Canadians did was still hella impressive. I'm happy for Carey Price that he put it together and – you know, honestly put on a show, but I mean, I they think no I said it on one Tampa. of our previous, you know, episodes that, I mean, I had Tampa in four, Tampa in five. I mean, that was just not, yeah. <laughs> not a surprise. Sun's um, guy should have been a Tampa fan. Cause that's about what, that's what it was looking like. Yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty wild to think that a couple years ago you looked at Stamkos and Ovechkin and you were like, how are maybe some of the two best goal scorers of our generations don't have a single cup. And now they have three, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's good to see those guys get some, some rings, even though I don't like, I mean, it's not that I dislike Ovechkin. I'm just, you know, I'm a Penguins fan. So the Capitals are just not for me. Um, but yeah, now that Stamkos has got two rings, his, you know, he was probably in the hall regardless because of him being a scorer, but now his legacy is so much more. And for guys like Kucherov, uh, you know, going forward, Kucherov, Braden Point, yeah, Victor I mean, or Headman, um, yeah, Hedman, Vasilevsky. Yeah, yeah, the Lightning went from a team that had always disappointed, disappointed to now that you know they've gone back to back and probably not even some of their best teams. They might have had some of their best teams years ago. And I would agree with that. Choked out, and now they've got two back to back and kind of <coughs> a redemption situation for just that franchise. Yeah. I'd- a team that went from you can't wear the opposing team's jersey inside the building to hey, they did something that right. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. I guess whatever works. works for you. So, right. so okay, we'll move on to the next topic. But I want to tell everybody who's watching right now: if you can, drop us a like, share, tell your friends, uh, write in the comments because we can see all the comments and bring it up on air. So, if you got any questions while we're talking, shoot them to us so we can uh, so we can stay involved here. Um, next one, NBA Finals. You know, the Bucks are down 0-1 to the Suns. Dylan's rocking his Suns in four jersey. Um, my personal opinion here on this Finals is the biggest winner right now is Chris Paul. Is Chris Paul yeah. going to add a championship to his Hall of Fame legacy? Is he a Hall of Famer with or without it? And finally... I think the biggest loser of not just the NBA Finals but all of the playoffs is is superstar health. I mean, they they rush that season so hard that you know we don't know. You know, LeBron complained about it. Uh, Giannis complained about it. Like Janice, it, it, it's really tough to keep those guys. And you can see that they're starting to fall apart. The closer we're getting to the finals, it's just like you know that's part of it. Yeah, I, I, it's, I mean, your body can only take so much. And when you play 82 games, 72 games, and then you go around and play, and then if you make the finals and win, then you're playing another 72 games and a month and a half, you know, you're like, you're, you're just trying to catch your breath at that point. And I'm like, 
there was a meme, there was like a meme going around. I think I shared it with you guys. It was like what we all expected, and it was yeah. King Kong, Godzilla, Lakers versus the Nets, and then what we all got, and it was Barney. <laughs> Barney is the as the Bucks and, <laughs> and Curious George as the as the Suns. This is and then like the, there's some other memes where it's like yeah. it's like you know what you're getting. Like it's great for these teams, but. I mean, it's not what you want to see. Like with, it's just yeah. like with college basketball. You want to see the blue bloods get far. What's I mean, everybody wild likes the Cinderella story, but is that you have a back-to-back NBA MVP in the finals, and people are fading him like a motherfucker. Like, what does that say about Giannis and just him as a player? That I mean, the money is so heavy, Suns, and you have a it's, a MVP. In the finals. And it's not because he's not healthy. He played 35 minutes game one. That man is healthy. And you still have he's not He's not 100%, but even 80% of Giannis is still – I mean, he looked great. I mean, the chase down block that he had yeah. on Cameron I mean, Payne was phenomenal. Crazy. So, are you – so, Neil, are you picking the Suns or are you picking the Bucks? Well, I think before game one, if Giannis wasn't going to play, it was going to be like the Suns in five or six. But I think with if Giannis is playing, then it's got to be it's got to be Bucks in seven. I I just think they're they're a better team. They are a better team. Like Drew Holiday's a better defender. Uh, Chris Middleton can play, give you forty eight minutes if he needs to, and play defensively. PJ Tucker can guard. Mm-hmm. Like they are, they're defensive defensively sound Giannis is a rim protector you know the healthier he gets the better I like the Bucks deeper in the series I think and I wrote on somebody's page it's not that you know I like Giannis but I would like to see the Suns win just because you know it's the Suns they haven't been to the finals since what the Barkley days oh god I don't even know well the Bucks haven't been the Bucks haven't been to the finals since what 70s yeah, but they. But when I think of, even though they haven't been to the finals, I think of them as I think of the Bucks because of Giannis as a not a premier team, not like the Lakers or, or the Nets. But I think of them as one of those middle to to higher tier teams. When I think of the Suns, I think of freaking fat Charles Barkley running up and down the court with his belly hanging out. See, I think before getting that. swept by MJ. <laughs> So I would like to see the Suns win personally. Yeah. I, I think it's good for the NBA regardless. I think I think anybody wins. Like if Giannis wins, it's great for Giannis in the card market, but it's also great just for his legacy. In the same way, like it's great for Chris Paul. I think he was a Hall of Famer regardless if he won a championship or not. I mean, if Barkley made it to the to the Hall, then definitely. I mean, Chris Paul's got to make it. For yeah, sure. I mean, Chris Paul's in. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So. Scott- Slab stocks uh, or slab saver jumped in. Uh, Chris Paul has maintained the same stats since he was a kid. He was destined to get into a championship, just like stock numbers consolidated and run horizontal until something big happens. I was talked out of holding his black refractor and X refractor gym, but I'm proud to have owned them. Yeah, that's I mean, it's, it'll be good for Chris Paul. I think that's great for. A well, guy that I think a lot of people respect in the NBA. So it's cool. Well, so, if the NBA hadn't fucked his trade to the Lakers, he'd already have a championship. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah, he would. For sure. For sure. A trade that was perfectly fine and had yeah. no reason not to go through. So 
So they so they veto his trade to go to the Lakers, but they let Kevin Durant sign with the Warriors. <laughs> like, what kind of NBA is this? This is so stupid. And then Kevin Durant builds a super team out in Brooklyn, and they're like, oh, yeah, completely fair. Completely yeah, fair. that was such a joke. Oh, my God. Yeah. So stupid. So <laughs> now, <laughs> so Slab Savers is ready to see Chris Paul win it and rub it into James Harden's beard. <laughs> James Harden is a drunk, overpaid clown. That yeah. guy, I, I swear, he's getting fatter each week. Like, I think he might be fatter than me now. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that he can shoot the three ball and you can't. That's true. That's true. Well, he's also 6'5". I wish I could be six feet. Yeah, but Neil plays more defense on... That's true. I play better defense than James Harden does. (laughs) And I'd be huffing and puffing after the first time down the court. Oh, I guarantee. (laughs) I guarantee that. Um, So, finally, my favorite topic that I want to get into for sports. So, as we know, as we're all college athletes, or I'm a former college athlete, we're all fans of college athletics. It was signed into law that college athletes can now make money off their likenesses. So you see the explosion as soon as the day started. So I'm pretty sure know. I have five years of college athletic ability or eligibility left. So yeah. I'm I still considering have one. going back into college golf just to, but just you to see. get a, a bush light, a bush light. So I have a, I have a, there's a couple of things John that I sponsorship. Yeah, yeah John there's a, but there's light. a couple of things that I see that you know, there are good things and then there are bad things. One thing is, you know, and I know Dylan, Dylan hates barstool, but I jump on the barstool thing a barstool shirt. as you're wearing a barstool t-shirt, Yes, but it goes right away of Portnoy. Hey, you know, just, you know, send us a DM. We'll give you all the free gear. Now I'm sure being, you know, a business person, it's not just free gear. I'm sure they've signed something uh, and one of my buddies who I'm friends with on Twitter, um, he's actually an NFL certified agent. I was reading some of his stuff. You know, there's a lot of companies right now that are kind of, I would say, screwing these college athletes by putting oh, their their likenesses in. You sign that contract and you're stuck at $20 for your entire career when you thought you were going to make $20 million playing in college. So, you know, I feel like there's a good sense and then there's a bad sense where i think a lot of kids are going to get screwed yeah they're just going to sign on the dotted line yeah they got all those kids down in like alabama or florida who are trying to get out like get out of these rough places they get a scholarship to go play somewhere and they're like you mean to tell me i could get a thousand dollars that i could bring back to my family each week they're going to sign anything they're going to sign their lives away yeah i mean the small the small ones like the volleyball player that was the first one to sign like they won't go after the, you know, they'll send those free shit. They won't go after, you know, the zero milk fucking, you know, commercial that they do on campus. Mm-hmm. But the big names that they get, they will follow up and go after some of that money. I mean, oh, yeah. They're going to take advantage of all kinds of kids that don't know what they're doing. Look what happened to Tatis when he got into the league. You know what I mean? They have a, and I don't know what it's called. You have to look it up. But for minor leaguers and some of the kids overseas, they can sign something that says, here, I'll give you $50,000. Here, I'll give you $80,000. i will give you $100,000. And whatever you sign at, they'll give you cash. But then there's a little, you know, small fine print dotted line that says, but we're going to take 13% or 15% for the first 10 years of your career. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, 
kids are going to get hustled and it's not going to be the, yeah, the ones that, you know, are playing volleyball. No, you know, not, no offense to some of the small sports, but they're going to let those go. They'll, you know, they're going for the stuff and they're going for the Joe Burrow type, the CD land type. A kid from, you know, South Alabama or Miami that knows nothing and that wants to keep his mom's rent paid is going to sign it. And then they're going to take 20% he signs for the first round of the draft. That's just what's going to happen. Yep. Exactly. It's sad. So Here's like, what they should have started with. They should just give back the people who lost all their money, got exiled, all that stuff. Reggie Bush, give him right. back his freaking trophy. He is going to get that back. And for somebody he, I that swear to God, Bush, that should have been the first thing that NCAA my shit's about to explode. My shit's about to cruise up when he gets his Heisman back, baby. That guy was electric. So I'm looking at, you know, some of the deals that happened, like, and I texted you guys about that. And Dylan knows a little bit more on this deal than I did, but Master P's son, who's going to play basketball at Tennessee State, going to play basketball, hasn't played a game (laughs) at Tennessee State yet, signed a $2 million deal with Web Apps America. Now it sounds like more of a job type thing, but it's, yeah, I think it's so he's able to just cash checks is what – from what I read, it was almost like he can code, which obviously kids do younger and younger. It sounds like he's going to be able to just, yeah, you know, make money while in school, which all of us, you know – well, Caleb, you couldn't. But, you know, I mean, college kids – That's because Caleb sucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Caleb didn't know the right guys to get paid. <laughs> I was at too small of a school. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like you should be able to do if you're in college is to make money. You know what I mean? Like all of us should have that right. And it sounds like that, you know, I'm sure his name might have helped him, but it sounds like his ability is going to be a, you know, a big reason as to why he's getting paid. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I'm sure the name doesn't hurt. <laughs> you know, but yeah. that's, that's I, also saw, I also saw a player from, I think, Virginia, like a, a cornerback from Virginia who signed with PetSmart because, you know, he's a big, big dog guy. And I think yeah. part of the deal is giving back to charities or no-kill shelters or something like that. You know, there's some good to be brought with it. But, you know, the biggest question that I'm going to have, and I think most college fans are, is what is this going to do to recruiting? Like, is your booster just going to have to write a $10 million check to get the number one quarterback receiver running back? Yes. Well, you think of how much, how many boosters know the presidents of those fortune 500 companies. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Those boosters know people because they're rich and have money and it's going to be, well, Adidas will pay you this. You know, I mean, all the stuff that was underground is now going to be out in the open Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a matter of, Look who we know, you know what I mean? Like, and look who you like for North Carolina. J- could Jordan? You imagine the weight he's going to be able to throw around with some of those kids? Like, oh, hey, here's some Jumpman stuff, and look what I'm going to be able to do. And here's twenty five thousand in cash. Yeah, I mean that's. I'm just saying. As a fan, I'm really interested. You know, which whichever <laughs> college team wants to pick me up and offer a box of Krispy Kreme donuts for me to play golf. I'm signing tomorrow. So, but and, and the other thing, if you have, you know, boosters trying to out outpay one another, does that even out the college football playing field? So let's say, does Texas have more boosters than Alabama that are willing to pay for higher guys? Does that make Texas better in the long run? 
I, I definitely think it brings more into play. And I think with I, – I, the NCAA is – So does that mean Harbaugh is actually going to win some games now? Appear because the playoff expansion, it's not a coincidence that the playoffs going to expand and they just approved athletes to make more money. You're going to put, you know what I mean, names on stages. You're going to have a bigger playoff and you're going to have those sponsored athletes – playing televised games on ABC and ESPN that have signed endorsement deals. And then when that first touchdown happens in the next 20 timeouts are going to be sponsorships of five athletes that are in that game. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's just, that's what it's going to be. I'm not the rich get richer at it. It kind of reminds me of basketball. If you've seen that, obviously I do remember that the beginning and they're talking about all the sponsors and shit like that and renaming stadiums. I mean, it's going to change the game and I'm sure it'll take, you know, a couple of whether bad apples or some sketchy guys that, you know, when we wake up before we go to work on sports center, there's a breaking story of something super crooked that happened and they're going to have to, you know, dial it in and figure out the best way to go forward with, you know what I mean? The program. I, I like the idea. I think it's good that you're going to have, you know, athletes making money off of the hundreds of millions of dollars, billions that they bring in. Um, but it's not perfect right now. And you'll have to figure it out, you know, quick on the fly, too. I heard Sandusky's coming back to Penn State now. <laughs> but I'm yeah, thinking Michael, like, Michael Vick has a PetSmart deal. He's bringing the Virginia Tech. So yeah, right. This this obviously Virginia helped, Tech and PetSmart. <laughs> this obviously helped Division One schools. So not just Division One, but only Division One Power Fives. Because I can't think of like Mac schools paying out money. I can't think of Wax schools paying out money. I can't. Well, it depends on it depends on who your alumni is and how much money you got. Well, you'll, you'll get I, some you, benefits, you know what I mean? Whether it's a local restaurant or, you know what I mean? Like, you'll get small stuff that I think will, you know, pad some pockets of even some of the small schools, you know what well, I mean? Well, think about like, this. Think about this. Right. Mark Cuban graduated from IU. What does that play a part? Now you got yeah. now you got the owner of the Dallas Mavericks being a he went to He went to, IU, he went to IU Business School. He didn't go to IUIU. Well, I mean, the point the point is Neil Armstrong like, and Purdue. You're gonna have the moon NASA sponsoring Boilermakers, baby. That's right. Larry Bird is going to bring back Indiana State <laughs> football. <you> imagine? <laughs> Larry Bird's signature shoe and the, call it Sycamore, and it's gonna be fucking nasty. That so that's that's kind of like where I'm thinking is like you know. When I was playing in college, like, you know, we were super – like, you couldn't get – I remember one one guy uh, – we had a player whose dad wanted to print T-shirts for all of – for for the team. And the NCAA wouldn't let him do it because they called it a benefit. I was like, it's a, it's a T-shirt. Like, You'd have to throw it on the ground and find it at campus and pick it and, up. And random, especially like a random box. So, like, the walk-on guys, you know, unless you made the travel squad – thank goodness I made the travel squad – like – you, you wouldn't, did. yeah. You weren't able to eat with the team. You were, you know, you were kind of on your own. So, and I saw one of the Indiana State guys signed with Barstool today, which you know I'm happy for. You know, guys go out there and do what you got to do. Um, but I just want 
you know, college athletes need to be careful and see exactly what they're getting themselves into. If you don't have, like, if somebody puts something in front of you to sign, make sure you have somebody that reads through it and make sure they know and you know exactly yeah. what you're signing yourself. So, so do you think that the agents should be allowed in college sports now? So that's, another, that's another Pandora's box is like, do you allow kids getting yeah. agents at like their junior year? Yeah. I mean, because they should have thing, advisors like, or even like schools or colleges should have advisors. You know what I mean? But Oh, yeah. hundred percent. It, it's a matter of then, you know, you're paying for maybe nothing if you aren't a big star. I mean, at the end of the day, these kids need to go into it knowing that no one has their best interest in mind. The only person that's going to keep them number one is themselves. These yep. companies aren't doing it for free and to help them out. They're doing it because they get something out of it. You yep. know what I mean? That's They might be honest companies and, and good to work for, but they're doing it because they're going to get something. They might not be crooked, but they're still doing it because they're going to benefit from it. So, right. yeah, I'd be, yeah, before anyone signs anything, you know, whether it's a coach or someone you trust, I mean, that's number one rule. Don't sign anything unless somebody looks over it. Lawyer you know, up. Yeah. That's just, and yeah, you're going to have kids that don't do that. And it's going to cost them in the long run. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that yeah, was, that, we'll, we'll, end, we'll end our sports takes with that. That was uh that was a good set of sports takes. All I care about is if NCAA, the football game comes back, that's all I care about. Because the last time I got a check, I did get a check in college for 250 bucks for my likeness because of Ed O'Bannon. So thanks, Ed O'Bannon, for that 250 bucks of I don't even think I was actually even white in that game. If it was like NCAA like eleven or twelve that I got the check for. So whatever. So let's move into sports cards. So the biggest topic we left last weekend or two weekends ago was Neil had a big card trade coming where he was going to California. So Neil has gone to California and will fill everybody in right now with what he did. I ate it in and out burger. Ooh. That's it. You're fat. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, That's why you're wearing an in and out burger t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I had to get one, right? You know, I like to be a tourist when I can, right? First time out to California, you got to make up for it. So I picked up a couple cards. I picked up uh, – I picked up – these are what I picked up. So I got the Brady Auto, which is pretty sick, and then a nice Bowman Chrome Brady Auto again, Auto 10. So those were my big pickups, um, a nice trade that I made. Um, and then I also picked up a Red Power Patrick Mahomes PSA 9 rookie out of 49, um, which – I mean, football's just getting hotter, and it's going to continue. I think people are so tired of basketball. I think football is just going to just catch fire if it's not already starting to. So I'm on the football train. I didn't think I would be, but I'm all about the football train now. I, I mean, that's what everything's trending to if you look at building up to the Nationals. Even I posted on our, our Facebook page, that Steve Young rookie BGS nine sold for eight hundred and fifty bucks, and it's trending up. So you're seeing, and um, I haven't even texted you guys yet, but I got a, a Jerry Rice rookie PSA six that I think if you look recent comps are like one hundred and forty five, one hundred and fifty bucks, and I got it for sixty. Yeah, 
So even the gotta, old school cards are moving up. I got to start buying some Dak Prescotts for his MVP year. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> hey, you got to admit, though, like he, he's got a chance. He's got a chance to be good. Got a chance to be what he's always been. There ain't no fucking way he wins MVP. Mediocre. I'll bet one of those one of those little fancy Tom Brady cards that fucking don't have. You don't have enough money to bet a fancy Tom Brady card. Oh yeah, we do. Cash? I don't have cards. You oh, wouldn't yeah. put cash on that. Oh. I wouldn't put cash on that. Yeah. Oh, I have 10k that says Dak's not going to win MVP. <laughs> do you think that he's going to finish top five? In what, like yards or like MVP or what? MVP potential. I mean, you think about it. Mahomes, Mahomes is that outright favorite. He should be. Mahomes, Mahomes Rogers, but Rogers, but Brady. If you're talking about lots. value coming off an injury, like Herbert. it's the same thing. It's the same thing when we're talking about Kevin Durant coming off an injury, dark horse. All of a sudden, he plays well. I don't see him in the top ten. Top ten. Top ten. You're, you're talking not even the top third of the league. So I mean, I'm saying obviously Rogers Brady. What do you mean Rogers oh. ain't gonna play? See, I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. So Rogers Brady Mahomes, that's three. I could see Josh Allen ahead of him. That would be four. I could see Kyler ahead of him. That'd be five. Herbert. You mean, you mean the mean three to three to the five midget? Is tough. What? You mean the midget? Yeah, with, Kyler will have a better career than Dak. With, it, with all the offensive weapons around him, he cannot have a bad season. Yeah, what, Dak is just what such did he a do last year? Me. Throw to old man Larry Fitzgerald and not have an offensive line that could protect him. But I don't see them grading every. I don't see the, what they did. Kyler I had a good year last like year. Mahomes. Yeah, but like he couldn't win games. He was playing. He was playing they against blew, John Wolford in the which, last game you know. of the season, and my Rams beat him. Like John yeah, I mean, Wolford. Te- all kinds of teams lose games. I mean, it's not like. Yeah, I know, but you had your chance to go to the playoffs. Yeah, well, you know, you can't hard carry an entire shitty team with yeah with but, a. But, but but look at look at look at the division that the Cowboys are in. Like you have an Eagles team who doesn't even know who their identity is. You have a Giants team who hasn't stayed healthy in, I don't know, eight years, that's ten years. That's how since... little I think of Dak. Say what? I said that's how little I think of Dak. Fifth round. He's a fifth round pick for a reason. The offensive line is bad. Oh, okay. That, pick 199, defense, Tom Brady. Sixth round pick for a reason. That defense is awful. That offensive line people are holding on to like five years ago when it was decent, you know, when it was good. Yeah. But, but here's, here's the thing about you guys know football. Here's the thing about defense. How much is, how much of defense is also brought by the fact that you have an offense that can carry the ball and take pressure off the defense. But they've had a bad defense. Even when Dak is on the field and playing, they've never had a good defense. I mean, they had a decent defense two years ago. Last year, obviously, that's a little bit different, but I mean, it wasn't as bad as last year. But last year, they couldn't get the ball ten yards down the field. So you're after saying you got they, injured? Seventeen they need- games. I'd have the Cowboys without even looking at their schedule at what nine and eight. Like, well, I mean, if nine and eight gets into the playoffs, 
Oh, I don't think it does. I think Washington for sure has more than nine wins. With Heineke? I don't care who's playing. That defense is enough for me. That defense, they got a good set of running backs and scary Terry. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you got to have a quarterback who can push the ball down the field. Seattle or uh, St. Louis Battlehawks, boy. That's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, like, listen, if, if Chase Young starts talking trash again, the, the Redskins are going downhill. He doesn't have Dwayne Haskins going to the strip club and then going out throwing balls. Jackson. No, the Steelers do now. Dude, I'll take I'll take Shane Falco all day. I'm just I'm just saying, guys, I think I mean if you look at if you look at the way the hobby respects putting up points, putting up yards, putting up you know, all this you know, scoring and just being relevant, Dak Prescott has to be there. He's gonna throw for a lot of yards. He's going to he's going he's he's gonna throw for touchdowns. He's gonna to run for touchdowns. He's going to be relevant. Oh, we don't we we don't even plus know he's if got he plus yet. he's got a great wide receiving core who can he can just chuck the ball to. Let's, yeah, but let's, the Cowboys have had a good receiving core for ten years and they're always dick. And let's let's pump the brakes on great. Like CD Lamb didn't show me anything last year. What what wait. What do you mean? You, you have CeeDee Lamb, you have Amari Cooper. So Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper was Amari Cooper through the first what four games or five games before Dak Prescott entered was on pace to be wide receiver one. Oh, I, he better be wide receiver one for getting a hundred million dollars. I'm I'm just saying he was on. He pace. was tra- he was trash with the but, Raiders, but, and he no better with the Cowboys. Listen. It, Sounds like Neil's just a Cowboys homer. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I, but I, but I'm just saying, like, like, he, he, like coming off an injury, I think it's a great play. I don't like it for MVP because I just I can't see it. And I mean, unless it was ten to one, or if it's com- if it's comeback player of the year, possibly comeback player of the year, they might just give to him. But well, I'm there you still go. Like that's not MVP that though. He's only like plus two twenty for comeback player of the year. I would rather honestly bet Carson Wentz at like twelve to one. Ooh, you mean the guy who sees ghosts? Ooh. That's Sam Darnold, dumbass. He's gonna be seeing ghosts too. No, oh yeah, Sam yeah. Darnold is the truth this year, bro. Oh, <laughs> see, here's the thing: you guys have been talking in my ear all the time about Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, Sam yep. Darnold. Yep, I'm like. So you're hating on Dak Prescott, yeah, who, who has not been statistically in his career has not been bad. He's been he's been decent. He's been a top. I mean, if we look at just fantasy, he's been a top five quarterback what? in fantasy. <laughs> top ten, top five, top ten. Okay, top That's five, top ten is going to win you fantasy. But at the same time, Sam Darnold, it, you don't know what you're going to get from that guy. Gold, baby. But. Uh, I mean, like, is this the same thing as Cam Newton last year? Everybody's buying up Cam Newton cars because they think he's going to put anybody in New York. That Adam Gase is the biggest fucking piece of trash. There's no yeah, way. But 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 the point I'm trying to make is is like, like, just because a ch- it, like you're arguing Sam Darnold's change of scenery means that he's going to be good, but Amari Cooper going to the Dallas Cowboys means he's still trash. But you're like, also, you know, if you're going what up. experience do they have in Dallas of 
flipping someone to be more productive than they are. I mean, they've always well, Amari Cooper has been more productive than he was in in. But with they the Raiders. always underwhelm. That always you're, you're giving you're play. giving Dak Prescott one good year out of since 2016. His one year in 2019, he threw for almost 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, and 11 ints. Before that, he couldn't break 4,000 yards throwing the ball. What what are his stats? Show me. Tell me his stats. 2016, he threw for 3,623 and four. 20, That's pretty good season. 2017. 3,322 and 13. Yuck. Yeah, that's, Yuck. Not, that's not good. It's better than Sam Darnold, but it's 2018, not good. 3,822 and 8. That's that's decent. That'll get Yuck. you places. 2019, 2019 4,930 and 11. Okay. And then 2020, before he got hurt, he was 1,809 and 4. Yuck. Okay, so, so he was throwing the ball well. He just got injured, but like in the same way, like aren't I mean, not everybody's going to come out and just be Patrick Mahomes and be able to throw the ball 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. I mean, some teams, some people have to develop. I think Dak's shown that he can develop and become a quarterback. I mean, pro football, pro football focus has him just outside the top five for MVPs or no, just as a quarterback in the league. Yeah, so he's. Just outside the top five. Yeah, top ten. He's had two top ten finishes in the grade <laughs> out of his career with pro. Yeah, well, pro, pro football, football focus will also say that freaking Vince Wilfork was the best defensive lineman in the NFL because he was able to sit there and be a well. I mean, it's a roly poly on the ground. And isn't Kellen Moore? Is Kellen Moore still the offensive coordinator there? Which is hilarious. <laughs> is is Kellen, Kellen Moore was a quarterback at B, at Boise, Boise, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. They gave a twelve-year-old a clipboard and told him to coach Dak Prescott, bro. Hey, <laughs> they gave they did, a lefty twelve-year-old hey, a clipboard, bro. They did the same thing with Byron Leftwich. They said, "Hey, why don't you go coach the greatest of all time?" <laughs> to be fair, he looks like a fucking hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he because he's coaching because he's coaching the goat. Like, come on, no man, it's all that Steelers experience under Big Ben, man. Oh, you could, yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, you could put Adam Gase as the offensive coordinator for the Bucks, <laughs> and Tom Brady wouldn't care because. Adam Gates would be calling plays, and Tom Brady's still calling his own plays. Yeah, Bro, he, he would, would give Tom Brady directions to fucking Jacksonville Stadium. He'd be so far off. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Tom. It doesn't matter because Tom would still make it work. He'd still win the <laughs> championship. It doesn't play. matter. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh, that was good. Um, so, you know, any other card stuff that you're looking at? Who's moving? Who's not? Who's falling out of the sky? I, I I don't know. I mean, Mahomes and Brady. But like, I mean, if we're gonna be realistic, it's Mahomes and Brady. Yeah. I think I think if, I think we talked about this before. Like, I put eighty percent into blue chip players. That's Mahomes and Brady. I'll put my twenty percent into Dak Prescott. Why not take a flyer on it? You know what? I might put my twenty percent into freaking Sam Darnold. Um, lock it in, bro. I mean, I look see. here, I. Here, here's something interesting. I was looking at numbers, but like so, Dak Prescott was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, so, you kidding me? Here, let's Check do this. downs for days, baby. <laughs> DJ Moore. So Josh Allen right now. Okay. So at his peak last year, 
eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. Right now, July sixth, seven hundred thirteen dollars. Okay, it's still the off season. We're building up training camp. Yeah, no, I'm saying yeah. it's a good buy. Yeah. Like I think a lot of quarterbacks are a oh, good buy right now. Come the Nationals, that thing will be eleven hundred dollars. Oh, I believe it. But like, I like I think there's a lot of like. I mean, I, I think Josh Allen, I mean, I put 10% in the Prescott, 10% in Josh Allen. I mean, but, someone's going to have a chance, right? It's t- So so what's the play? Do you do you bet on those quarterbacks? Like a Baker Mayfield that I've been trying to sell f- since his rookie year that I can't get rid of? Or do you, do you – I think you sell, sold it I think you sell Baker right as soon as the season starts. Year? I couldn't. I tried to sell the thing for 500 bucks and nobody would take it. You'll get another chance this year. The Browns are going to have all kinds of hype. They're going to win that division. I mean so – he, Here's what I should say. Maybe Dak Prescott isn't MVP, but – but if his Same peak problem. last year, September 16th, was fourteen hundred dollars for a uh-huh. Prism PSA ten. Uh-huh. Last sale is seven hundred and seventy-two. Jesus. So you're telling me I buy in at seven seventy-two and I got a potential to make thirty to forty percent, even a hundred percent if he plays well? Oh well I would I would never argue that it's a good buy to make money off of maybe maybe that's where I'm screwing up. Maybe he's not MVP but uh, if he plays well enough if I he mean, makes a run at it, they get on a hot of me is just busting your balls. I mean, that's – I hey. he's, yeah. But hey. it's the same thing. Like, we have the discussion of me on the Tua thing. Like, I don't believe in Tua as a quarterback, but if he has one or two games, yeah. do you think I bought that card for 200 bucks and can't flip it for four to 800 Uh Yeah. And I do, I do yeah. like that card a lot, though. Yeah, no, I think I think in the flip game, yeah, there's definitely potential. I mean, just with, I mean, you know, this week to week, you can some wide receiver goes off, and then all of a sudden, his stuff doubles in value, and then it goes back down the next week when he yeah. stinks it up and has one catch, you know. But I think like there's money to be made on Dak Prescott. There's money to be made on Josh Allen and these other quarterbacks who aren't looked after right now, who aren't named Mahomes and Brady, who yeah. have potential to have really, really, really good years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you here? Well, I say this. Could you argue that Dak Prescott won't be a top five quarterback potential by the end of the year? And if he's a top five quarterback potential and they're in the playoffs, is that a buy? I think it is. It will be for others. I'm not going to necessarily buy. You know, I mean, Dak, but that's just... Or Josh Allen? Yeah, I'd like to see Josh Allen do what he did last year again. Because I would like to see him not beat Phillip Rivers' Colts team. See what, like, you almost lost the old man Rivers. Like to, For Josh Allen to go from statistically the most inaccurate passer two years ago to what he did last year is quite a leap. So show me that again. Yeah, go straight Todd Marinovich on it. I mean, he was inaccurate as fuck. And I'm not – I mean, that's just numbers. As far as uncatchable balls, he was – So so is, so is he a write-off at the beginning, even though he's a first-round draft pick? What do you mean? Was he a write-off? Yeah, I mean, you guys said Dak Prescott sucked. So, I mean, it just took him a couple years to develop. Same with Josh Allen. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I want to see that again. Dak's shown me enough 
for me to understand that he is going to be top 15 quarterback. Like I said, the top I'd say 10 he's top guy. 10 quarterback easy in the he's NFL. He's been in the league since 16. Yeah. Well, that's what he's I'm saying. Five I years. See if, if Allen shows me that again, then I'll feel comfortable with saying, yeah, going forward, he's going to be, you know, a guy that's around for a while. He's not, yeah, we're not comparing him to Jimmy Clausen. Oh, baby. I know, but you Cole McCoy, I'm just, son. I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know. I'm saying like you those have two to, guys. you have it's just like it's like college football recruiting. You have to give a recruiting class two to three years to like move in. It's like I don't claim that Jordan Burroughs, Justin Herbert, like the, the Herbert train. Like, you know, what if he has a sophomore slump? Like I think he, I think Herbert's a sell. He's way too like, high. Like, what if he just completely stinks it up and so do all the other quarterbacks? Well, look, yeah, I mean, look at Baker. I mean, after his first year, he just he plummeted plummeted yeah well i'm hard on the no herbert burrow train i mean i have a bet with yeah what either caleb or yeah multiple people that yeah i mean i'm burrow is gonna have in my opinion a better year than herbert yeah i just Mm. that's just where i'm at i think he's a better quarterback yeah no i i I agree um i think uh there's a lot of stuff and that's what's fun about football season coming up is Especially, ooh, now thinking about this, kind of going back to the college thing, if if there's some endorsement deals, are we going to see college football cards? Is Panini Tops Leaf going to jump into that? I hope not because it's just trash. Could you imagine? Like, yeah, like we've already had this discussion of like Prism Draft and Contenders. Like, and- Leaf does – Leaf does a lot of the like Under Armour All American autograph signings. Yeah, the Team USA stuff. Yeah, Team yep. USA stuff. They do stuff like that already, and those stuff are cool until they get into NFL jerseys, and then that stuff plummets. True. So, I've I've been digging one kind of the college jerseys, and I mean it's very specific, and that's you know the autos and the black one of ones that Mosaic has. I do think they look dope. They're not huge cards. Obviously, they're in college jerseys, mm-hmm. but I am absolutely – I would love to buy one of those of the big quarterbacks, you know, coming out this year. Um, I just – I think they look sick. The only way I could get away with it was would be Immaculate, Flawless, or NT. Like, I got to have a nice patch auto. The The contenders autos or, like, the college tickets or stuff like that. Not appealing to me. I sold that Deshaun Watch and National National Treasure like auto was it of ten RPA. I sold that at the right time last year. Yeah. Hey, I'm still holding on to one. I gotta find it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got I got good money for that. Something tells me now it probably doesn't have the same look to it. (laughs) (laughs) No, totally agree. So who? Who steps on the field first? Ooh. Deshaun Watson or okay. Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. I still haven't heard anything on Deshaun Watson. I would have to go Rodgers. I don't know what they're thinking with Watson at all, honestly. Do we even know if Rodgers is even thinking about coming back? I mean, Brady poked at him during the golf match this weekend. That yeah, but we all know Rodgers is a lone wolf. Yeah. I Disowned his family and whatnot. I mean, I would too. Have you ever heard how crazy his family is? I feel like the Packers will 
will cave. I mean, it's a matter of I just I feel like they will. What cave and do what though? They have to pay him. Negotiate. I mean, even if it's not well, money so, that he wants, so he gets so he gets more money. But like, I I that's what I don't understand about Aaron Rodgers is he's got he's got talent to win. Like, sure, okay, your defense was not as good as the Buccaneers. No, but they weren't bad. You had you had a great offense. Tanyan, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, two all pro ta- two all pro sure. linemen. What what are you complaining about? They need some receiver help. They need bad they, receiver. They help. drafted they drafted a nice re- receiver. Mari Rogers is a good, nice little slot. They but need to put- call up Aaron Rodgers. They need to trade Jordan Love and say we're sorry. Yeah, and we have they, to pay him at a Pay him at an MVP caliber, whether it be a one, two year deal, front load the money, give him a nice signing bonus, and be done with it. I just I feel like he doesn't want money. I oh, think I don't think he does. Money. I think he wants to win, but I think that is what it'll come down to is like, hey, we might not be able to, you know, pay a receiver a billion dollars to come here, but we'll give you more money if you want to, you know, give it another go. I think he wants to win more than he wants the money. Oh, I, I like I said, yeah. I mean, that's what I said. I completely agree. I, don't know. I just don't. I don't see him playing just because he got a more money to come play. I mean, if so, he doesn't we, play this year, then retire because quarterbacks yeah. don't take a year off. Hey, to come back that's what Megatron did. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could, and there's yeah. You, you follow the other, you know, one of the most overrated players of all time. That was that Megatron. Was in. Yeah, for sure. Overrated. I think he is, yeah. I mean, if he if, if Detroit pays him, if, he probably goes down as what top three wide receiver. If he had five fucking drugs, if he had a great team around him, what could he have been? If he had a if he had a great team, if 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 Calvin Johnson played with Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Calvin Johnson. Bring that into it, though. Calvin Johnson is the best receiver of all time. So was, but he's not because he was, did those guys. Matt so Stafford I'm saying he settles top five. So Matt Stafford wasn't his quarterback the entire time, correct? He had Joey Harrington, didn't he? Not for long. Not for long. Maybe uh, a year. I'd have to look it up. What was what was Calvin Johnson? What year was that? His rookie. Oh wait. It I, might be. I don't know off the top of my head. I wish Squints was on. Yeah, I wish we had. I wish Justin was on. Um, he was a 2007 first round draft pick. Okay. And then Stafford came in 08, 09. I would think I think 09. I'm just gonna go to card ladder. I think 09. I'm just gonna go Stafford. I mean, let's, that's Dak Prescott. 2009. 2009. So he played with two Joey, years. Joey Harrington. And well, Stafford was hurt a couple times. Yeah. But I agree. Like, you know, the Lions have a terrible front office, just like Green Bay does. So it's not like they helped him out at all. No, but I mean, I'm it's the same, about the same reason why Barry Sanders retired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, he's probably. I mean, people will argue he's number one. Running back? Yeah. Hmm. People will argue. People generally argue Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, and Jim Brown. Got to throw Earl Campbell in there. 
I like Earl Campbell personally, but I like do him. I think he's top three? No. Uh oh, we we got no audio from Dylan. Nope, nope. Yeah. nope. no audio. No audio. You know, you know what it is? It's got. Oh, wait, we can hear you now. Hear your opinion. Wait, what? Yeah, we can hear you now. All right. I mean, you can argue anything. So I mean, true. There's people that argue Peyton Manning's the best ever, and I mean, those people smoke crack. So yeah, I'm a Colts fan. Then he's not the best ever. I'm, yeah, but but I mean, I mean, there's a legitimate argument. For there is three guys. There yeah, is. I mean, if you're high on methamphetamines, yeah. But can okay, you? Who, who you got then? I'm I'm not even answering that question. And any other answer is dumb as fuck. I just. I don't, there's there's one answer, and if your answer isn't that, you're an idiot to me. No, no, I think I think I mean I th- I could see a legitimate argument for Walter Payton, Barry Sanders. Oh, and Jim I don't know you moved the quarterbacks for running. No, backs. no, no. Yeah, for running backs. Oh, I, I mean, I would go with Emmitt Smith. I mean, you have the crown. I'll, I'll give it to him. You have the yards. I don't. To me, then yeah, I'll give it to him. So when Frank Gore passes him, this is Frank. Frank Gore wishes he's passing. <laughs> Frank he'll, will, he'll pass him. He'll be like 85 and, his, and he'll still him be and his son will play on the same team in the NFL. <laughs> no, I mean, it's hard for me to probably, I mean, not argue Emmett or Barry. That, that was, those would probably be mine. Yeah. So you got Barry in top three, top, top one. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. I, mean, I, I, Barry, I would probably say three. Barry, Emmett, Walter Payton, LT. <laughs> Dude, I love LT. I, I love me love some LT. See, that's the problem with running backs is you can insert so many guys there that were great, even though you know their yards might not be. Yeah, forever. And he, was, very, he was he was unbelievable. I would throw yeah. in just because I'm a homer, Edron. I, I, How about I Marshall think, Falk? Yeah, I mean Marshall yeah. Falk's up there for sure. Yeah, but I think I think I think you could probably do the same. Well, we we know in wide receiver it's Jerry Rice, number one. I mean. Yeah. I, are, are we all in agreement? For sure. Yeah, Jerry yeah, Rice. Okay. My number After, two is probably not everyone's number two. I, I think I think two through five could be a mix-up, but I'm I'm getting Megatron, Randy Moss. See, Randy Moss is my two for sure. Yeah, I think Randy Moss is there. He's I think I think if Megatron played his entire career, I think Randy Moss, Megatron are right there. Randy, Randy Moss, Moss not three. getting a title with that team and what he did that year with his records. One of the most heartbreaking things. So here's 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 my thing. Randy Moss to me is number three all time. Okay. Jerry Rice, I personally feel because I thought he had better hands was Chris Carter. I have Chris Carter too. Okay. Jerry and then Randy Moss three. Yeah, so like Chris Carter, Randy Moss, you can put Marvin Harrison in, and then at that five five spot, you yeah. can put Larry, you can put Megatron. I mean see, like, yeah, I mean I'm gonna have Tory Holt in my top ten for sure. I mean, Tory Holt's number one in my book, but that's just because I mean, consecutive one thousand yard seasons. He's first or second, Neil. You'd probably be able to help me out. I mean, I I don't know Tory's statistics, but I know his signed football in my in my memorabilia. Good old uh, good old Julio is gonna have a chance to get his name up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, just with what he's doing, I mean, yards-wise, uh, it's pretty impressive. Speaking of Rams, while we're talking about Torrey Holt, Neil, did you see those two one-on-one Marshall Falks floating around uh, the last couple of days? On Facebook? Yeah, one was like an RPA, and it was only like 500 bucks, and it was a one-on-one. I'm like, you goddamn, You should tag me in that uh, it is, ASAP. It's fucking disgusting, and I'm I pretty sure a, it's a national treasures. 
I have in my PC a, a Marshall Fault game used um, jersey. Yeah. They were auto, patch stupid auto, stupid affordable, and they were both one of ones. Yeah, for five hundred bucks, that is a steal. If you yeah. find that, tag me so before this this podcast ends, so that way nobody else can steal them from me. <laughs> I I will go back and look. Another thing, when it comes to nationals, you two are going. If you find, and it's you're not going to find it. Like I've looked for how long. Caleb knows a Reggie Bush fucking USC jersey. I, I'm going to tell you right now. From what I've heard about the Nationals, I will I will be one hundred percent surprised if there is not one there. If you see one and it's not, you know, I'll, I'll get it. You can pay me back. So, f- funny story. I real, want one so badly. Real quick. So the guy that got Reggie Bush in trouble, his name is Mike Ornstein. Mike Ornstein uh, worked for the Rams. He was a money guy. Mike Ornstein is also a graduate of Indiana State University. He was a football booster, and he would come to our dinners and stuff like that. Mike knew a lot of people and still does. And um, So if if there's anybody that has one, Mike Ornstein will have one. Yeah, I'm just trying to find a worn – I found cleats the other day that were worn in three games. They weren't his Heisman, but they were three games, and one of the games he did have a touchdown in. Um, one of them was his first, like, 100-yard receiving game. Um, but, you know, they weren't his Heisman year, which, you know, sucks a little bit. But he wore them in three games, yeah. autoed cleats. So they were, like, $1,200. So that's not awful. That's not, that's not bad. No. So, all right, so we'll finish it up with some bets. Dylan, you've already said that, you know, not big on betting right now with baseball. A little it's slow. A, it's I mean, it's day-to-day play. stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's a tough play, so kind of waiting on that. We do have a big UFC card this weekend. Um, you got McGregor and Poirier. Look at the line. The line is just about even. McGregor is minus 102. Poirier is minus 126. So you're about even money either way you go. Who you got? Yeah, I'm probably I'm I'm big on Dustin and I I love Connor. I hope he wins. And if I flush the money down the toilet, then you know I paid for the person that I want to win to win. But yeah. I just you know Connor's got a billion dollars in the bank. I don't know how much he has in him to really make the correction because everything he took against Dustin. He had the skills to defend and prevent, mm-hmm. and he just didn't. You know what I mean? I mean, calf kicks are something that Connor switches stances. Connor knows how to deal with that. Do you Connor think- came in there only trying to throw bombs, and Dustin was like, "Well, I'm gonna all around just yeah. press you." I'm gonna. Do you kick think it. part of that was just Connor, like he said, and he said in his interviews, just overlooking him rather than focusing. I, th- I like think he would so. Normal? I think I believe that somewhat because there was a ton of Manny talk going on during that. I also think that some of it was Did you just get you know, this notification the Diaz stuff. He just he's got money, you know, it's it's uh-uh. how much motivation is inside of someone when they have hundreds of millions of dollars. Is it, let me let me read this. This yeah, Tyson, came up. Tyson very timely, very timely. Cuz Craig just texted me about it. McGregor attempts kick Ooh. in face off. Connor McGregor comes within inches of kicking Dustin Poirier as they are separated. (laughs) (laughs) 
So he's trying to be like the first time that they faced off. And I, I saw. Wait, did they dinner. already have weigh-ins today? What's today? Today's Thursday. No, no today's press conference. Press conference. So, uh, and I saw him do his interviews with like Ariel and some other people. And yeah, the, I'm going to take McGregor being that he spent this camp alone, not with his family. He said, without the fam, I'm a bad man. So, you know, we'll see. He's if focused. He, if he and I haven't walked in money yet. I told you guys probably four or five hours ago, I was 50-50 on where my money will go, and it won't be a small bet. Gut says Dustin. Now am I going to look into more before I lock in my solos and a parlay? 100%. <laughs> that is a pretty sick card. I just the double champ. You know, Dude, it's, it's, do, do I bet with my heart and just let Connor break my heart and my wallet? Or do I bet, bet on Dustin and if my wallet wins, my heart loses and, you know, vice versa. So, so if, he, if he does lose, what is Connor? Is Connor just like another throw Connor's him away? legacy is still a game changer. I mean, he changed the First game. double champ. True, but is, is he worth a pay-per-view buy? Are you still buying him to watch? Yeah. Um, he won't be as big, but people will absolutely, if he still fights, they'll want to see him. Yeah, because okay. they want to see him knock people out. That's what he does best. So yeah. I have a couple – I got a couple betting dogs. Because the DS fight is still something people want. Even Maybe if he he'll loses. maybe he'll, yeah. maybe he'll go and take out Jake Paul or something. Yeah, I, I would give any anything for somebody to just drop that kid in general. I hope he decapitates him if that happens. God, that would be awesome. very funny. So I got a couple dogs <laughs> that uh, – the co-main event is Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Ooh. You have Gilbert Burns at plus one twenty-two and Wonderboy at minus one fifty-six. I, I personally feel Gilbert Burns is a good buy here, just because I've seen Wonderboy knocked out not recently, but once. Yeah, that button is found, man. And it's not like it was a out cold knockout, not not a flash. I'd like to see their ground numbers. That's something I tend to play off of a lot in MMA is takedowns, takedown defense, and their last fight. So I, I honestly don't know what uh, you know their numbers are recently. Obviously, Well, you got to trust the Brazilians. Yeah, I mean, Thompson's not taking somebody down every five no, seconds. No, he's I mean, karate fighting. Yeah, so I'd like to see what those numbers are. But yeah, I'm, I'm good with Gilbert. That's where my money would be just hearing it. The well, the good thing with Wonder Boy is you what you know he went what two three two or three fights with uh, Tyrone. Tyrone oh. couldn't he couldn't take him down. Was it twice? Twice, didn't they? I think it was twice, but it was yeah. pretty pretty rough. And it doesn't get any better than that Pettis knockout, though. Exactly, the Superman punch off the wall like that was a <laughs> clean your clock. And you think Wonder Boy, he's up in age; he's almost forty. Yeah, which is or yeah, he is wild. 40. Which you know, he looks Gilbert like. Burns sounds better and better as we talk. Yeah, a um, <laughs> couple other good picks that I have. I have Ryan Hall, who's a jujitsu ace. He's eight and zero. Um, I should have put the money down yesterday. Yesterday he was plus three ninety to this guy who was. Uh, he's ten and 0. He's the guy he's fighting is ten and zero. Uh, Ryan Hall hasn't fought in two years. Reason being is everybody's been ducking him after he blew BJ Penn's knee out. Now he did have a fight after that. But this guy is a ADCC champ. He's a jiu-jitsu ace. So when you think of MMA, he's like the new age Damian Maya. Damian Maya is now absolute trash. But 
this Ryan Hall guy. He had a good run about a year ago. Yeah. Well, then it then it's going to come down to this other guy's ability to defend. Can he defend takedowns? Can he defend? Well, and ring rust scares me in MMA. That is a tough thing to bet. It is. It is. Two years is a long. Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz showed us after two year layoff he could come back and. Yeah, but he's also been touched up his last couple times too. Yeah, but I'm saying like you can come back. You 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 can, can. and that's the craziest part about MMA is it's one punch. Yeah, I mean, one punch. Some people at all. John Jones doesn't matter, you know, at all. Well, yeah. when, you're, when you're so souped up on cocaine, mm-hmm. you, you're never going to have ring rust. Super, super sane, baby. Hey, hey, I love John Jones. I don't care. He can snore as much coke as, as, as he wants. He can not, take as many steroids. I want to <laughs> see him knock Francis Ngannou out cold, even though it won't happen. I want to see it happen. That fight's going to be gnarly. Like, that if they be. just put a giant pile of coke in the middle of the ring and then let him go at it, I love it. <laughs> so the final, final one. Final one I have is uh, I got Greg Hardy, who's plus one one twelve versus two at two of Vyasa, who's uh, minus minus one ten. That's a I big think... son of a bitch that does the shoeies, right? Yes, he doesn't he does have what? a gas tank. Give me Hardy. Give, yeah, I, I think Hardy's got the gas tank and Hardy's got the power. Now, hopefully, he can put his boxing together. Now, that's going to be wild. I did not realize that was who's on this that. two Vyasa guy. He's built like Mark Hunt, but yeah, taller. He's a little, he's a little, he's a little uh, flabby. A little flabby. He's got he's some like hands. He's flabby. He's yeah. a giant BJ Penn. Yeah. He's a little is bit, is little he flabby? flabby? Yes. Yeah. Ray Cardi's gonna murder him. <laughs> no, he for sure. He's for sure. But flabby. here's the pro- here's the problem. Here's Greg Greg Hardy has has football football strength. Well, but he is a developing MMA star. I mean, he or star yeah. maybe that's a little much, but he's. Look better and better. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets in close and takes him down because that Tui guy yeah. lays on his back and just chills, dude. But if he just, would... hey, wrap, wrap your hands, club up, run your feet, like just like yeah. I was taught in junior league football. Yeah, I, I can see him ground and pound. But uh, the only problem is, is watching watching Hardy's pre-fight interviews this week is like you know he is all in on the sports and like he's talking about knocking out Deontay Wilder. Like let, let's well, he wants Derek Lewis too. Yeah, let's pump the brakes here. It's almost like that uh the professional wrestling guy calling out Fedor, uh Jake Hager. <laughs> Jake Hager, like you know, Jake Hager was a good, you know, Ohio or Oklahoma wrestler. But... He was a decent MMA fighter. You know what? I'm calling out Brock Lesnar. Oh shit. Oh man. Oh, shit. In a in a hot dog eating contest. Oh shit, okay. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'm, Henry, I'm coming for you, dude. I'm taking, I'm taking for your donuts. <laughs> so, so, so Craig texted me, Fuck and he, uh, uh, Tyson, Craig. Tyson Fury has the Rona. Yeah, I saw that. I got that notification. Oh shit! So that fight is supposed to be in a couple. It's postponed. Weeks. Is it? Yep. They, that at least that's what the announcement came in. Here. I'll see what I can find. Yeah, it. I mean that'll that'll kill cardio for you know a couple weeks, a month. Like yeah, Tyson Fury test positive for COVID, July twenty fourth title God fight it, with Deontay Wilder the postponed. So, so what? They push it back to what you think? September, August, maybe January. Well, that's the thing. Really? Yeah, Tyson Tyson can milk that as long as he wants now. Yeah, well, I mean they might do. There, there's always a big card around New Year's. You know what I mean? It, they could wait. Yeah. 
we're only seven months. I mean, I say only, but we're only, what, five months from that? Or they tag it up the same weekend as uh, I saw AJ's fighting again. He's fighting some number one contender scrub. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, I, there's always big cards around the Super Bowl. I mean, they could fucking wait until February. Could be. So, you know, it's a possibility. I just I want to see that fight happen. I don't think Deontay's – the more I watch Deontay train and talk and not talk at the press conference – the less on the Deontay train I become, and it's he's just going to get mauled. You doing anything for this uh, this card uh, Saturday, Caleb? You out of town? What's the deal? What? No, I'm here. <laughs> what you want to do? Is you see this TV? I got the couch. I, I don't you know. know. I think that I think the Connor might be a big. Hey, you know what you guys should Tommy's do? Punk ass. Hmm. You guys should drive over to Columbus. Okay. And then you can stay here, and we can go to Ryan's car shop. Oh, they also. Have a card show in Xenia this weekend too on Saturday. You're asking me to spend a lot of money. <laughs> hey, bring your cards to sell. Sell can we and bring trade your baby to sell. Yeah, can we? Can no, we sell he's the baby? most prized possession. Mm. Future future <laughs> offensive lineman. Hopefully, he's got to get. He's got to get. He's got to get. Uh, his his mom's his mom's side of the family is super super tall. Dad dad's six nine. Sarah's brother, 6'10". Just like, start stretching his legs out, Neil. Just <laughs> every night, just pull on him a little bit. I'm trying to get him to start grabbing a golf club so that way he can give Tiger Woods a run for his money. Make some money. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, so uh, well. we'll wrap it up on that. So thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, remember, please give us a like, a share. Tell your friends. Tag us. See us on Instagram. Our Instagram handles are up there. You know, we got a Facebook page, we got a Twitch page, we got a YouTube page. And also thank our sponsors. Thank Slab Savers. Go to protectorslabs.com. Use Dream 3 to get 10% off. Check out Graded Card Solutions, gradedship.com. Use Dream 15. So thank those guys. Show their pages some love. You know, we'll be posting all kinds of stuff. If you got questions, send them to us. If you want to talk about cards, let us talk, man. So until next time, man, we will see you guys. Bye, Sam Darnold. Bye, Sam Darnold, not Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, Josh <laughs> Allen. If you want to make money, Dak Prescott, Josh Sam Allen. Sam Darnold's the only way to go. Sam <laughs> Darnold is he won't even he'll be overshadowed by Christian McCaffrey. Number three running back this year, Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, running for his life. Bye, Baker Mayfield. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, until next time. Peace. Later. Peace. Sons and four.